Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two. It's a meat Friday. It's actually a seafood Friday. But those Traeger grills are so versatile, they can cook anything. And we have a treat today. Folks from Eventide Oyster Company in Portland, Maine. Taylor, Andrew, Lars, Jared are here. I just went out, of course. My job is to inspect everything. Brown butter rolls, they should be illegal. Pastrami buns, big eye tuna crudo, grilled flying point oysters, raw oysters, smoked lobster, and mussels. We have the bluefin toro brisket and scallop waffle yaki or yaki. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Oh, man. It is going to be a feast here. All right. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Uh, you can watch Tiger Woods. I watched yesterday and uh, looked pretty good until the uh, stumble down the stretch there. In the Bahamas, the uh, All-Star Field plays the Hero World Challenge, and that'll be later on today on Golf Channel and Peacock. Here is Tiger talking about his day yesterday. I'm sore. There's no doubt about that. And uh, we got some work to do tonight. And I was saying to Todd, Todd um, tomorrow, you know, get back in the gym and, uh, you know, activate and get ready for it. Hopefully hit some better shots. And now I know mentally what I need to do better. You know, physically I knew I was going to be okay. Mentally I was really rusty and made a lot of errors in the mind. And, and normally I don't make. He's 47. And basically the TV coverage was to show you playing Tiger Woods. Or Tiger Woods playing golf yesterday. That was it. Not the other guys who were playing in the tournament. It's like, um, okay, uh, we're waiting for Tiger to hit his next shot. And here's Justin Rose over here. And here's Jordan Spieth. Back to Tiger. It was every shot they were going to show that. And rightfully so. You know, he's probably 10 years past his prime, 47 years of age, but still must see TV. It's amazing. Now, I don't know what that says about golf moving forward. I don't know what it says about Tiger and his impact is still there. But 
it's almost like Michael Jordan's impact is still being felt by the NBA. They're still trying to find the next Michael Jordan. Golf's trying to find the next Tiger Woods. But Tiger is there. He's just a shadow of what he once was. Michael is not there, hadn't been there in a long, long time. Poll question for hour one. Let's recap that, Seaton, and move ahead to hour two on this Friday program. Hour one, Dan, we put up there, uh, talking about the officials in okay. the NFL. Right. Would you rather uh, football refs, the football refs call the game as they see it, mm-hmm. or um, purposely try to make fewer calls and risk missing, <laughs> risk missing a few? Mm-hmm. All right, prepared for that. Uh, they would rather people call the game as they see it right now. Uh, 55% of the audience is pretty close, but. All right. Uh, what is the poll question for hour two? Feels like a lot, a lot of penalties. Uh, if you had to pick the NFC today, you'd go with Dallas, Detroit, Philly, San Francisco. Okay. Oh, all right. Uh, Detroit is not going to win this. No. Recency bias. The fact that San Francisco is a two and a half point favorite in Philadelphia. Still fascinating. Because um, we've christened Philadelphia as the best team in football right now. But you're at home. Um, and Dallas recency bias. Dallas is probably going to get a little bit more love. You know, but you beat an average Seattle team. And it was a close game. Now, I could look at this and stay, say short work week, and then you have a big game against Philadelphia coming up. I get that. But... That defense is supposed to be really, really good. And you kept Seattle in the game, and you needed a late drive. Here's Dak Prescott on that game-winning drive. That's what you play the game for. As a quarterback, to have the ball in your hands with an opportunity to go win the game, uh, take the lead, whatever it may be. Um, We we practice those situations a lot, too. So, I mean, it's credit to Mike, the staff, and and just the the rest of the guys and the players of being prepared and locked in. All right. Saying all the right things, doing all the right things. Now you have a four-game stretch where we're going to find out just how valuable Dak is and how good the Cowboys are. Coming up, our musical theme on Friday, it's a dead lead singers who died in the month of December. Yeah, I'm surprised we're going with that as well during the holiday season. <laughs> but we got a lot of nominees to pick from. Also, we're going to play the game that nobody else is going to play for good reason. Is it Marge Simpson or is it Fritzy? Have that for you. And the most must-win game of the weekend. Yes, Eaton. Some people pointing out that Todd went with the song called Living in America <laughs> on our Dead Singer Day. James Brown. Didn't even think about the antithesis of that, yeah. playing off of the whole dead alive thing. Yeah. I can't believe Christmas Day he died. That bums me out a little bit. Well, how do you think he felt? It, yeah. Dying on any day is, is not great, but on Christmas Day, 2006. Yeah. Thank you, Todd. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm. That's the song he picked. Yeah, no. But it was only because it's Rocky. It's not James Brown. Could have been any artist who died in December. Could have been anyone from Survivor. Yes. They sing all the other Rocky songs that he didn't sing. Hey, Survivor, I'm dead. Oh, oh. I don't know what I'm doing. He's, just, very he's up a more that. half full kind of guy. He yeah. likes life, not death. Okay, let's do the most must win game of the weekend. Yeah. All right. Uh, Todd, I'm going to start with you the MMW, G O T W. Shockingly, I'm going to go with Sean Salisbury. I think that Broncos-Texans game, uh, the winner, I'm going to say the winner of that game is going to find its way into the playoffs. The loser will definitely not be in the playoffs. 7-5 okay. versus 6-6 six and six at the outcome. All right, Seton O'Connor. My must-win game, Dan. I'm going with the 49ers. They must beat the Eagles this weekend. Uh, I think the 49ers are probably going to see the Eagles in Philadelphia again later in the playoffs. So 
going into that game knowing we've already beaten the Eagles once would be a massive boost for them. Plus, I think a win this weekend really helps their playoff seeding too. So I've, it's this is a must-win game for the 49ers. All right. Marvin, Ninerpologist, uh, most must-win game of the weekend. Well, Seton took mine, so I'm going to go with Oregon. I think they got to get past uh, Washington to get into the playoff. And Bo Nix, Heisman, hopefully. Wait, is he a Heisman, hopefully? I thought it was a Heisman, hopeful. No, Heisman, (laughs) hopefully he can win the Heisman. Okay, so he's a Heisman, hopefully. Heisman, hopefully. (laughs) He wants him to get the Heisman. Are you rooting for Bo Nix to get the Heisman? Is that what you're saying? Heisman, hopefully? It's more like Heisman, comma, hopefully. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> uh, Paulie, the MMWGOTW. The Washington Huskies cannot afford even a one-point loss in this game. They've had a perfect season, 12-0, but they've been vulnerable. Georgia can afford a loss. I think Michigan could afford a loss, believe it or not, this weekend and somehow stay in the playoffs. Washington cannot, but if they win this, the upside is gigantic. You're in the playoffs. You dine out on that for a month. and I think Michael Penix could steal the Heisman this weekend. I'm going to say Alabama. I think we're looking at momentum, the win against Auburn, uh, highly improbable, but they did it. And now you, if you're going to get Georgia, now's when you get them because I think they're a little bit more vulnerable than they've been in the last couple of years. So this is Alabama most must win game of the weekend. Yes, Todd. Afternoon game instead of primetime game. Okay. Four o'clock. The big Iowa, who may not score anything, gets the primetime yeah, spot. Is, I know, but still. This, you're not flexing in and out of games. These are already, they've been set, no matter who's playing in the That'll game. That'll be inconvenient for a lot of people I, on the uh, network. Michigan and Iowa should be playing at around, you know, 1030 in the morning. Fair. <laughs> Let's just get it out of the way. Done. Oh, Michigan won uh, 22 to 4. Okay. You say four? Seven thirty in the morning yeah. Pacific time. That may be that may be what they they score. A couple of safeties there, twenty two to four. That's going to be twenty three to six, Michigan. Okay, calling it. All right, uh, some phone calls here, and uh, how about George in Cincinnati leads us off. Hi, George. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning, DP and the Danettes. Uh, enjoying the show uh, as a member of a Dead's Dad Club for over thirty years. I'm enjoying the Dead Summer music. Okay. Uh, great appearance by Sean Salisbury. If I've, I've been married 48 years to my wife, Kathy, but if I've ever kissed Heather Locklear, I'd be bragging about that every day to her and anybody else in there. <laughs> hey, I love when the show gets off topic. You were off topic earlier this week uh, talking about statues of people who aren't in the Hall of Fames outside stadiums. I think I got a nomination for somebody who should have a statue outside of the big house. That would be whoever arranged to have a Boeing P-8 Poseidon do the flyover at the Michigan-Ohio State game. It's a Navy spy plane. I thought that was great. <laughs> Thank you, George. Wasn't aware of that. I don't think it's, if it's statue-worthy, but a spy plane flying over the flyover for Michigan and Ohio State. Wasn't aware of that. Uh, Phil in Austin. Hi, Phil. What's on your mind today? Nobody. Man, I, I appreciate you guys. Uh, I know Buddha, that's his tagline, but I'm from the Bay Area as well, or born from the Bay Area, so I'll just piggyback. But uh, thank you for those Traegers. That has been uh, life-changing for our family. I know for Thanksgiving this year, and when we moved back here to Texas, uh, we had family over, and uh, 
our nephew was over and he said, oh, I don't want turkey. I don't like turkey. And he said, oh, you haven't had this turkey. And once he tasted it, it was like life-altering. But one of my, three questions I had for you guys is, number one is um, I appreciate all that you guys do. Um, but now that you guys are been getting all these new toys of the Traeger, the, like the flat grill, the popcorn maker, what's the next thing in line coming up? And one of the things I wanted to bring up is you guys should just do a brewery or a distillery because that thing, I think you guys should go next level with something like that. Cause you always talk about your tequila and maybe cigars or something to that fashion. And because of all of that, you had somebody that actually came to you and wanting to cook at your place. And you can hear the enthusiasm and Seton and everybody this morning when you rattled off everything and everybody was like, nobody. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you there, Phil. Yeah, the Traeger, they've been great partners. I tell people they're great grills. And uh, the fact that we had a restaurant from Portland, Maine, willing to drive three hours to come down here and cook is awesome and a testament to this show and, and certainly Meat Friday. Uh, I'm not ready to do a distillery, and it's moonshine, not tequila, but thank you. We got enough going on. There's only 12 people who work here. You know, this isn't a company. This not this, and, and I can't even say all twelve work all the time. <laughs> the same time, yeah. But you know, it, here. it's not. It's not a you know corporation. It's not ESPN. It's not Fox. It's you know. It's just us. We we're, we're stretched too thin. The fact that Marvin takes out the garbage after the show, like you know, Dylan has to do things. You know, guys in the back do all kinds of things. You know, the big German mows the grass while he direct, after he directs the show. When there was a white T-shirt on in the summer? Yes, that's a nice look. When? The big German's He's out there. Bringing it. Yes. By the way, the 1215 podcast with the BRGs, that'll be available at danpatrick.com later on today. The gambling podcast is up there. Once again, not safe for work, not safe for being in the car with your wife or your kids because Shay was off the rails yesterday when he called in from Germany. Yes, Marvin. So Ray and I usually talk about what we might want to play as a preview. We couldn't even get anything yeah. because he cursed. The over-under was 40. Yeah. I think he went over. Uh, yeah, like double. Yeah. He's actually, his family asked him to leave their vacation in Germany. Family staying over there, he's flying back. So if you do listen, just listen and enjoy by yourself. <laughs> That's not a great sign. Yeah, I don't know that we could just leave that there. Okay. He he's, well, <laughs> he said that he has worn out his welcome with his family. He's been there for a little bit now, at yes, least he a has. week, right? He he, for, he doesn't even know how long he's been there. He's like, Danny, they want me out. I got to go back home. I've worn out my welcome. I said, it's your family. He goes, All right, Danny, it started Thanksgiving. I was supposed to get a turkey, and I went out and brought home two geese. <laughs> so um, they do make their picks. Uh, Bad Larry, uh, Dylan, and uh, Shay and Irving. Although Shay being in uh, in Germany, so uh, let me see. How about Jim in Ohio? Hi, Jim in Ohio. How are you? Good. How How are you, Dan? Great, Jim. Good morning. Good morning to you, and good morning to the Dandy Danette. Mm -hmm. I want I want to weigh in on the conversation Wednesday about the statues of non Hall of Famers. I was actually present at this dedication, and, and I really thought this would be number one on your list. Peter Edward Rose. 
outside of GABP. Okay, but still, I mean, he's Hall of Fame, except you know, in everything but being in the Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Famer. We know that. Uh, and and I don't have a problem putting up a statue with Pete because of what he did as a player. And he knew what the stakes were. He knew what he was signing off on. And he signed away, you know, the rest of his life. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes, he is. Statistically, yes. But he signed this away. It's a shame. And I, I, I know I bring this up, and it's, and it's periodically. It doesn't happen very often anymore. All Pete had to do is throw himself in the mercy of the commissioner and say, how can I give back to the game? Can I tour minor league teams and tell them about the evils of gambling and what happened to me and how it could easily happen to you? Can I do that, commissioner? If you gave back, Pete just didn't want to give back. He didn't want to give in. That's, that's what made him Pete Rose. If Pete would have said, commissioner, how do I get back into the good graces? You don't want me to hold a job in baseball? I won't do that, commissioner. But what makes you great is sometimes what prevents you from overcoming something. And that's what happened with Pete. I truly, truly believe if he had said to Bud Selig, Commissioner, you can give me a lifetime ban. I want to give back, but I want to get on the ballot. I think what I've given to the game, my stats, I'm a Hall of Famer. And I hope you give me that opportunity. Yeah, Paul. I, I don't think I remember seeing the Pete Rose statue before. It's a long slab of concrete. And then, like, the base path. They use, like, original, that, that granular stuff of the base path and a base. And he's doing Sliding. that it's head first die with his hair flowing back. <laughs> yeah. It's the most unique, cool statue I think I've ever seen. It's pretty good. It's very unique. Well, there's other statues in the world that might be better than that. I didn't say Just better. Saying. I guess what I'm saying is to have it him Like diving, the David is pretty impressive when his, you see it. His forearms are connected. The rest of his body is, is hovered above the air. I don't know how they physically did it. More impressive, the David or Pete Rose? Pete Rose. Pete Rose. <laughs> yeah. How many hits did uh, the David have? Oh. Right? <laughs> he might have been hit on. Yes, Todd. But they took the 14 off his jersey and put minus two and a half instead, so that's not cool. Come on, if you're going to... Later on... <laughs> uh, that's funny. Later on, we'll play the game that nobody asked for. Uh, is it Todd Fritz or is it Marge Simpson? Todd, give a little sample of your Marge Simpson. I hope they won't be able to tell the difference. There's uh, a lot of build-up to this one, Dan. Yeah, it is. You're, I know. You're leaning in heavy. I know on this I one. am. That guy sucks. He doesn't sound anything like Marge. No, you do. I think it might be for a reason, but yeah. Do you think that I'm uh, setting me up for failure? Yes, I am. Yeah. I think I think you're. I think you're leaning in heavy, so you could be like, "Well, glad that we really made a lot out of that." Yeah, it yeah. could be. Yeah, I've seen this. All right, you guys one. are on to me. You guys are on. To me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it won't be the backup voice after all. All right, thank you, Todd. Or was that Todd? He's going to be living in Malibu in three and a half years on a 75-acre estate. Todd is? Yes. When, he, when he's the voice when he's of the Marge voice of Simpson? Simpson, voice number two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's going to be like, I don't, hey, guess what? Uh, taking the family to uh, the moon for Christmas. My <laughs> yacht's going to be called Thank You, Todd. Yeah, we're going to space. I know. Just can you believe I blew 750 grand just to take the kids to Todd space? Todd would not go to space. Todd would not. He's going to have more money than he could possibly. You don't leave the house, let alone go to space. I'll check the mail, and, you know, i got to get to work here. But other than that, I'm not really in. Maybe to the pizza place. Let me take a break. Uh, Michael Vick will join us coming up. 
We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Dynasty the king, uh, king, uh. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, The Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards. The guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith Presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. It's dead December. It's uh, lead uh, lead singers who died in the month of December. Great way to start out the month of December. 
we were just wondering about this with the uh, transfer portal. Bo Jackson, Allen Iverson, uh, NIL. You throw that in there, too. So I put Allen Iverson in there. I put Bo Jackson in there. I put Michael Vick in there. Do I put uh, Deion Sanders? How about that? If I put, I mean, that Herschel Walker, you could put, if, if he was NIL, like Herschel was famous. Yes, Marv. Herschel, you took my answer. Yep. Yeah. I, if you put him in there, man, I don't know how long they stay at their schools. You know, because Mike was at Virginia Tech. Let's bring in Michael Vick, who joins us now. How do you think you would do in that uh, NIL world there, Mike? Morning, Dan. That's a, that's a great segue into this interview. <laughs> um, it, it really uh, got my, got my brain racing thinking about it. Um, yeah, I, I would have been uh, one of the top, you know, top tier guys to get paid from NIL, um, hands down. You, uh, north of a million. Oh, but, that you that, that would have been your the, starting salary. What's that? That would have been your starting uh, negotiating point is a million dollars. You'd be worth a lot more than a million dollars. Yeah, I think, um, hey, look, I was about to come back to school just just to be with my teammates because I miss them so much. So I can only imagine if $100,000 or $500,000 was at my discretion through NIL, Oh, I would have came back to school for – I would have definitely gave Virginia Tech a, a, a discount for sure. <laughs> Do you remember – you're, I think, what, five years younger than Allen Iverson? Is that – Five years – yeah, four years younger. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember him playing football in the Virginia Beach area? Because he was a pretty good quarterback by all accounts. Yeah, I do. I remember uh, – not not so vividly because he was a little older. I remember him going against uh, – my cousin Aaron Brooks, um, I think Aaron's sophomore year because uh, I don't think Adam played his junior year and senior year. So I caught him early, but I really wasn't paying attention to him as much as I was paying attention to Aaron. But I did see that he had the potential to become a good football player, really good football player if that's what he wanted. You think he could have played in the NFL? Yes, I do think he could have played in the NFL. Um, quarterback? I don't know. It depends on, you know, how committed he would have been. But, you know, if he's a point guard, you know, same responsibilities. Um, but, you know, probably in his time, he might have been a little bit before his time. He might have got put – he might have got switched to a different position because he was so athletic. And um, But if he would have stayed at the quarterback position, I think he would have had a chance at playing in the NFL if he would have, you know, took it serious. So Michael Vick joining us, four-time Pro Bowl, number one overall pick by the Falcons, and uh, Fox NFL analyst, recently named to Madden's uh, 25th anniversary team. How would you compare your running style to Barry Sanders? Uh, the exact same running style. Barry was one of the guys I idolized growing up. Uh, I don't think I missed the Thanksgiving uh, when <laughs> it was Detroit and Green Bay playing uh, on national television <clears throat> as long as I was able to you know, turn that down on my TV and get the TV to come in uh, with a clear picture growing up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you had cable, sometimes you did. But, you know, for the most part, it was always on regular TV and I was able to catch Barry and I idolized him. So, you know, Barry and, and Walter Payton was my two favorite runners of all time. And so I wanted to be a running back. I actually started out as a running back. But... Uh... Like, could you have been an NFL running back in your mind, like an every-down back? Yeah, for sure. I think I, 
You know, I had the stature for it. Um, being six feet, 215 pounds, I'd have been uh, considered a big back, um, but explosive. Uh, I think my biggest challenge would have been taking on linebackers, uh, you know, and, <laughs> and having to protect because, you know, that, that becomes paramount uh, as as a running back, as, especially as you come in young and as you mature. Um, it's a, I put a lot of responsibilities on the guys that I played with, Ward Dunn, uh, LaShawn McCoy, in terms of, you know, um, the passing game and understanding protections because if a running back don't know who to block, you'll get hit every down. So uh, I think, you know, learning that part of it would have been a challenge, but I think I would have been able to be a really good running back if I had stuck to it. Who was the most talented quarterback of all time? Um, I would say the most talented. Uh, you know, I'm always put Peyton Manning at the top of the list because Peyton was just uh, phenomenal. Um, and, you know, even when you're talking about athletes, you know, Peyton might not have moved around, but the way he threw the football with accuracy, I think, you know, only certain guys can do that. Only a handful of guys came through that that could make the throws and, you know, to have the competence that he had at the quarterback position. Um, but I think most athletic and, you know, when you bottle everybody, you know, you think about everybody's talents. I think you, you got to go with Charlie Ward. I just seen the legend of Charlie Ward a couple of days ago, and I, th- I just watching him, um, even though he was a little small in stature, he he played really big. And, and so I think the things that he was able to do, um, I think makes him one of the, the most gifted quarterback to ever line up behind the center next to me. Oh, of course, of course. I might put Randall Cunningham in there as far as talent goes. Yeah, I, I put Randall in there, but I mean, I would have to put myself at the top of that list. And there's been some great quarterbacks uh, that come and go, and don't get me wrong, these guys were extremely talented. But, um, you know, like I said, I played running back. That was merged into becoming a you know quarterback you know, Steve Young was my favorite quarterback growing up, and Barry Sanders was one of my favorite running backs. So you close your eyes and you merge that together and picture that behind the center, you get me, and, you know, I was able to put that on display. So I would say I would put me in, in at the top of that list as well. Okay, but then looking back on that, most talented quarterback of all time, but you didn't get everything that you needed to get. Like, if there was one yeah. thing that you go, if I only would have done that – yeah, I would have gotten the most out of my potential. I think if if I would have, um, you know, took the onus of, you know, calling my own plays or just be, being ahead of, you know, especially early in my career, I, you know, when I think back on my career, I, I look and feel like, you know, there were times where I could have helped my coordinator out even more. You know, I think if I would have spent more time on Tuesdays when the coaches are game planning, and putting it all together and trying to figure out how to beat the opponent and what it's going to take for our guys to be successful versus, you know, the opposition that week. If I were to spend a little time on Tuesdays with the coaches, and I've heard stories about other quarterbacks doing this, Drew Brees and John Elway and Dan Reeves told me John used to come in on Tuesdays and just kind of sit in and just listen to the game plan. And so if I would have been more involved in that part, I think I progressed quick as a passer, regardless if I – was a uh, super athletic, talented quarterback in the West Coast system in 2004. I mean, I made the Pro Bowl. I made it work. We went to an NFC Championship game. 
Imagine if I'd have just put a little bit more into it. Yeah. You know, that's Super Bowl and beyond. So no excuses. I wish I could, you know, for those reasons, go back in time and, try, and change some of those things. Talking to Michael Vick, uh, he's named to the uh, Madden 25th anniversary team. Do you have a better understanding of who Dak Prescott is right now or the Dallas Cowboys are right now? Well, I feel like I've, I've seen Dak enough to know that, you know, Dak performs uh, in big moments and he understands, you know, what it takes to be successful in this league. You don't make it to eight years, um, you know, being mediocre or being pedestrian. Uh, I feel like I know exactly what the Dallas Cowboys are right now. Um, when you look at them uh, offensively, uh, they're starting to jail, um, getting better. Mike McCarthy is the play caller. And I said, I said this early in the year, you, you got to be patient with situations like this because a lot of people was quick to write off Dallas and, you know, it wasn't playing competition. And, you know, I, I don't listen to that. That's fluff to me because the National Football League, it's, it's just so hard to win on the, on the weekend and weekend and week out basis. Um, so, you know, the offense is, is gelling and you see they're scoring points at a high rate. And then you got a defense that's, uh, you know, performing with, you know, high-level players. And, you know, you got, you know, guys stepping up and doing their job, you know, all across the board, front from front to back. So I feel like I know more about the Cowboys. I feel like they can compete with Philadelphia, and they can compete with San Fran now. Just got to keep that ball rolling. Yeah, but there's certain teams, though, Mike, that we go, I don't care what you do during the regular season. Show me in January. Yeah. And Dallas is a team that we say, show me in January. And I don't have any confidence in them. It's 30 years where they, they just somehow fail. Yeah. Dan, that's fair. That's a fair assessment to say, um, you know, the regular season can be somewhat irrelevant. I think the, the regular season is just it's practice reps. You know, it, it's, it's competition. It gets you ready for you know, the, the postseason, which is most important. And, you know, there are some teams where we, we say, look, you know, you, you, you've done a great job throughout the – okay, now it's time to take it one step further. And being honest, Dallas, they're one of those teams. And if you ask every single guy in the locker room, they'll probably tell you the same exact things that we're talking about now and discussing. And the next step, the next level is where we got to excel, playoffs and beyond. And so, you know, they would be doing themselves a disservice if they didn't believe that wholeheartedly. Uh, so I expect them to take that next step. After watching them last night, I'm excited about them facing the 49ers or facing Philadelphia um, because they'll probably face the 49ers first before Philadelphia. I think Philly get that first round by. So who knows how to be configured, but – you know, they have an opportunity. Okay. Be honest. You're 43, I think. 43? 43. Would, yeah. would you have been a better quarterback the last three weeks for the Jets than the situation that they have right now? Yeah. I'm being honest. <laughs> I mean, look, there were times um, over the last year, year and a half, where I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to go down to this local field, <laughs> put my ankle weights on, and put my weighted vest on like I used to, and and, and get that mojo back and, and go help my squad out. But then, uh, you know, that, that's in the frontal lobe, you know. But then, you know, back here, I'm like, <laughs> you know what? It's best to just play it safe and, you know, uh, 
you know, you can uh, continue to commentate and, and give your analysis on what you think can happen, should happen. But, you know, for the New York Jets, Aaron Rodgers is coming back. It, you know, it's reason to be optimistic in the future. I just hate to see us go out there every week and, um, you know, our defense giving it everything they got. And those guys get tired, man. They fatigue out. And, yeah. So they, a lot of those games are lost in the third and fourth quarter, and, and you, you can only give us so much. So, yeah, I wish they would have went and grabbed the Josh Dobbs. Or, you know, I really think Carson Wentz would have been able to give him some uh, some instant offense. Uh, we kind of missed the boat on some guys, but, hey, that, that's how it goes. How many starting quarterbacks can outrun you right now? Uh, Lamar, probably Jalen. Kyler? Patrick might give me a run for my money. Patrick has got deceptive speed, you know. Um, oh, well, things okay. that make it's probably about six or seven guys um, that can outrun me. Okay, in, in the league right now, um, you know, I take off running right now, and if I don't stretch, you know, which is you know uh, something I definitely didn't take serious when I played. Uh, I pulled my hamstring really, really quick. I pulled my hamstring doing running, rich run two years back to back, and I had to go on a hiatus for that. I was actually having a good time doing it in preparation. Mike, but it's about five or six guys out there. I'm probably the sixth fastest quarterback in the league right now. It came too easy for you. No, it, it, it did. Um, gift and a curse for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, being optimistic every week. You know, it's like I know. You know, on a on a consistent basis, I'm a dominate. Like as long as I was ready mentally, I could go dominate. And, and so, you know, sometimes I felt like I could took that a step further um, in terms of preparation because, I mean, you can prepare, but you can never really be overly prepared. Uh, I think, you know, you prepare and then then you simplify, uh, and and that's just communication with your coaches. And, and, you know, them being on the same page with offensive coordinator, y'all understanding one another, it's like, you know, coach, if all else fails, let's resort to this. And if all else fails, stop running two minutes really well. And I've seen that in Pittsburgh with, with Ben Roethlisberger. You know, that was a great experience. Um, whenever things uh, was a little rocky, uh, you know, it was just a little turbulent, then the advantage just go no huddle and just, you know, get, get a rhythm going and start calling the plays that he liked and, that's professionalism at its finest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I put you and Dion and Bo Jackson in the 40, who wins it in your prime? Man, those guys, oh, man. I, I think Dion wins. Okay. I think I think Dion wins, man. I, I take nothing away from Bo. Bo was explosive and powerful and strong lower body, and I had the same. And I, but I did run a 4-2-5 twice. But Deion ran a four one. I, I just <laughs> I can't see that man. I gotta, you know, he's the goal for a reason, you know, at his position, and, and so I, I would I would give the edge to Deion Sanders. I wonder about Tyreek Hill though. Like Tyreek Hill's got different speed. Yeah. So Deion Sanders, Tyreek Hill, and Deshaun Jackson. I would pay to see that any day in their prime. In their primes. Oh, my God. That would have been amazing. Hey, uh, great to talk to you as always, and uh, thanks for joining us, Michael. Good to see you, man. Thanks for having me. Michael Vick, uh, Fox NFL kickoff analyst, four-time Pro Bowler, and recently named to Madden's 25th anniversary team. You didn't ask for it, but you're going to get it. It's Marge Simpson or Todd Fritz after this. 
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. This is one of those songs, though, that became uh, almost anthemic for the times. Uh, Sam was trying to get into, I think, a hotel in Mississippi and uh, wasn't able to get in because he was black. But he wrote this. I remember reading a, a, a profile of Sam and the artists who talk about somebody who found gospel, found soul, like you actually go get it. And Sam was able to do that and had one of the greatest voices ever. So always uh, love hearing Sam Cook. Yes, Marv. There's a lot of speculation around his death. Have you seen the Netflix yeah. thing? The yes. two killings of Sam Cook? Yes. Crazy. Yes. Yes. Uh a night manager at a hotel, I guess, uh, self-defense, and uh, Sam and a, another woman, and uh, there was a lot wrapped up in that one, and I don't know if we got you know, to the bottom of it. All right, uh, you didn't ask for it, but you got it. The Marge Simpson, or is it Todd Fritz game, and uh, we'll have that for you coming up. You know, I look back on Mike, and I know Michael Vick didn't put in the time with Atlanta. It became too easy, and Mike famously would get done and then leave. He didn't put in the time that it, it came too easy to him. And he could have been one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. You go back to what happened at Virginia Tech. I mean, he took Virginia Tech to a national title game. And it wasn't about stats. It was just about presence. When he was on the field, you thought anything was possible. Uh, yes, Seaton. Older, wiser Michael Vick has become one of my favorite media personalities. Because yeah. he just has, he has so much wisdom now. He has so much learned experience of how to do things the right way and then how 
things can go horribly wrong and then has come out on the other side of living an unbelievable life. Yeah. Uh, it's, I just find his insight into things right now to be fascinating. What's well, like Alan Iverson when he was with us? I and mean, Alan looks back on the missed opportunity with Larry Brown. He, Larry Brown was making AI into an MVP, but AI was not taking his coaching. He didn't like that hands-on demanding, got to do it my way, old school. But, you know, with the benefit of time, he looks back and says, you know what, it's on me. Larry was going to make me a better player. I just didn't allow him to make me as best as he could have. All right, uh, Paulie, you want to set up the Marge Simpson or Todd Fritz game? Yeah, Marv and I are hosting. We, you and Seton are going to be the contestants. So I'm going to play, we're, we found clips from The Simpsons with Ash, I think Julie Kavner is the voice, but so we're going to play two clips of the same, same piece of wording, the same phrase. You say, is this Marge Simpson or Todd Fritz? We'll play the two back to back. Whom is whom? Ready, Marv? The first one. Kids, tell me the truth. Am I no fun? Do I just nag all the time? And the second one. Kids, tell me the truth. Am I no fun? Do I just nag all the time? Okay, I'm going to go, uh, Fritzy's the first one. Right. Okay. But it's it's good. It's is close. It good or great? It's gooder. Damn. Yeah, it's, it's gooder. See, you concur. Or uh, do you th- that it's gooder or that it, the first one's Todd? <laughs> is it gooder? <laughs> yeah. I would say the first one's Todd, the second one is real. That's correct. Right. Here comes the next one. Why don't you bring this potato? That's pretty big. Why don't you bring this potato? It's pretty big. I'm going to say uh, Todd is the second one. That's correct. I'm going to say Todd's the second one as well. Yeah, that's correct. It's yeah. hard to match the tone okay. of the show. Right. Well, Todd has a Todd has a tell. And that is? It's sort of always said in the same cadence. <laughs> <laughs> that was Seaton, by the way. Okay. That was Seaton. Do, do we have another one? Round three. Okay, here we go. Bart, watch your language. <laughs> Bart, watch your language. I think yours sounds better. Yours is the first one. Which one, mine? No, play that again. Play, play Todd's. Bart, watch your language. Bart, watch your language. No, I'm going to say the first one is better. And it's Todd. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Agree to disagree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Agree to disagree. Final round. I want a cup. Cup. Could you spell that? C U P. I want to see you. Oh my God. <laughs> I want a cup. Cup. Could you spell that? C U P. I want to see you. Oh my God. Who is whom? I'm going to go. Todd is the first one. The real one is the second one. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. You guys went four for four on the Marge versus Fritzy game. Nicely yeah. done. Nicely done. Yeah. Good job, Todd. Okay. Have fun. fun counting your stacks yeah. in a few years. What are you are going to be very wealthy. Okay. What other uh, impression, impression do we do that we could play this game with? Who does something that's so good that we might not be able to distinguish? Well, I mean, nobody's really calling for Dylan. No, but. Dylan, no. Nobody's calling for Dylan. That's too bad. Yeah. Did we just see what I think we saw? Oh, that's right. Wow! That's, that's this Kevin Hart. is the NBA on TNT. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He is Hollywood royalty. Kurt Russell, the actor, will join us with his son, Wyatt. Final hour on this Meet Friday.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.